Party, it's an intimate get together. Candice party, Candice party. Don't call it that, it's just a get together. Candice party. All right, Candace are you ready? Party. Don't spill your. Am I ready? Don't are you gonna be a good boy? You gonna say your little catchphrase? Do your little dance? Yeah, I'll do the dance. If, if you guys don't know, we do a little dance every time we say it. Ryan, say the song. <laughs> say the song. <laughs> say it. Say the thing. Hi, and welcome to Candice Party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get together. Welcome. Welcome. Do you hear that? No. Listen to that beautiful silence. That's the reaction <laughs> of the audience to that low energy take. Ryan, one more. Hi, and welcome to Kansas, buddy. <laughs> I asked for high energy, not Watto. <laughs> Watto's never that high energy, though. Annie, little Annie, is that you? It is you. Remember and so your forth. Watto musical? Oh, my one-man Watto show, yeah. The, the audience can't know because that's a copyrighted idea that I'm going to make millions off of, even oh, though okay. I don't own Watto. Um, <laughs> what Ryan said is true. That's, <laughs> that, that's that is the name true. of the show. Is... And the show has never been a party. It's always been an intimate get-together? Yes, with us, the three adult siblings who watch Phineas and Ferb to prove once and for all that Phineas and Ferb that is we're for big boys. That we are big boys <laughs> wearing big boy pants and that it's uh, Phineas and Ferb is for everyone. For all the people, all ages, little boys, little old boys, old boys who are little again because they got old and they shrunk. <laughs> for all the Benjamin Buttons out there, Phineas and Ferb can be watched for by you as well. All you Benjamin Buttons, all you Benjamina Buttons, inclusive. Solid. That was... I don't know what a gender neutral, maybe just Ben. No, Jim, no, Jimin. Benny. Benny. Benny's very good gender neutral name. Yeah. So all you non-binary fans of Phineas and Ferb who want to be a Benjamin Button, you can do that too. Start aging backwards. You're going to be a wrinkly baby by the end of it. Speaking of wrinkly babies, Molly, you haven't said much yet. Um, I just, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> She's like, I'm getting wrinklier by the second. Aren't we all? Shrinking smaller. Oh. That's a fun fact for anyone out there listening. Uh, if you're a child, if you're an adult, you are getting wrinklier by the second. Um, <laughs> well, unless if you're actively getting Botox injections, are you becoming unwrinkly? I've by been, th- I've been thinking. Well, Botox is more preventative. That's a very you important could get a filler. question, and that <laughs> no leads one us has to... ever asked. What if Benjamin Button got like fillers? If, ben- if <laughs> Benjamin, if he got Botox, <laughs> Benjamin Botox. If Benjamin Botox got himself some nice plastic surgery, would he be able to sort of counteract the wrinkly baby syndrome? But he's getting older but, inside. Yeah. And there's that stuff that plastic surgery He's getting older inside or not? He's getting he's getting smaller but he's aging. So like mentally by the time no, he's No, I thought a, he gets Oh yes, yes. He's yes. always an adult. I've never seen In it. there he's an, he's adult. an adult. He's an adult. Once he's he's born a baby, he learns everything, he becomes an adult, but then but he, he just starts starts aging out backwards? as a wrinkly baby, I believe. <laughs> He starts out as a wrinkly baby. I, believe he I thought he as ends baby. as a wrinkly baby. I think he dies as a young. Yeah, man. when I, if he's aging backwards. No, I thought he get really. This I is a conversation among three people who never saw the movie. So I maybe let's move trailers. on. I thought it was so creepy. Because he starts off as an old-looking baby if he's aging backwards. Well, no, because <laughs> in the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the main character Walter Mitty has also never seen Benjamin Button, but he imagines what it'll be like and they show you Ben Stiller's they head really on a wrinkly that baby. Short story out into a full movie. Pocket I pocket saw pocket that pocket movie pocket and I couldn't tell you a single thing that Did happened. they include the pocket of pocket pocket? They do. They go out of their way to I just told you I couldn't tell you a single thing and I didn't oh. know the short story. I it's think just they about might a have g- fallen asleep. It's just about a guy with a boring life who imagines that he has an exciting one. Where oh, everything I think it was like the, the last movie effect. I saw Ben Stiller in. Oh, you didn't see uh, Ryan, help me out here. Zoolander two? No. Oh, Zoolander. Did, Did you they hear not him call and his wife that? got back together? I know they got divorced. Listen, I know this isn't a celebrity gossip podcast. <laughs> it is related because oh. Ben Stiller, of course, appears in Phineas and Ferb as Kaka Poopoo, the supervillain in the Beak episode, and his wife. I didn't uh, know that was Ben Stiller. His wife uh, plays. I believe her name is Christine Taylor. She plays Mrs. Kaka Poopoo in the episode, and so for a while that was an episode Aww. featuring a couple who had separated, but Aww. now they're back together. They got back together this year. So when did they separate? I think like 2018, 2017, right after Zoolander 2, because she had a cameo. Mm-hmm. In it. Interesting she was fact in the about the Papa, the the Kaka Poopoo lore. Yeah, is that. I, I was waiting for someone to cut me off. I didn't have something to say. Oh, oh well, you just... cut other people off to say that. Well, I know. <laughs> so we gave you the floor. Yeah. Well, at any rate, let's you talk about You gave me the floor and I took a mile. 
<laughs> All right. Floor after floor. Now we know what's Um. Yeah, this is Phineas and Ferb Rewatch Podcast. And, if you uh, couldn't tell by all of that Benjamin Button and Ben yeah. Stiller talk, <laughs> all can, you, that, can you title that episode, this episode that? Ben Stiller chat? <laughs> ben, ben Stiller and Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button Stiller. Benjamin Stiller? No? No. <laughs> Stiller and Buttons. Buddy cop. <laughs> one of them's neat Doof and one of them's messy. That's a really good That's episode. That's a really good episode. That's a really good episode. So... Ladies and gentlemen, uh, not this episode though. No, this episode's pretty great. Oh no, I just meant that's not what this episode is. No, it's is. not. Speaking of things <laughs> that this show is not, this show is not uh, good. No, listen, it's not show, constantly asking us adult Phineas and Ferb. We have to ask a very mature adult, serious Phineas and Ferb question to prove once and for all that Phineas and Ferb is for adults. Also, real quick, there's a bracket that we'll get to one day, but that doesn't. We don't have to talk about that every episode. No. So listen. The, this this week's or episodes because they don't come out every week this very serious adult Phineas and Ferb question based on what we were just talking about we did ask previously which Phineas and Ferb character would get major plastic surgery but far less extreme which Phineas and Ferb character has seriously considered Botox and then not gone through with it um mm. okay off the off the dome I'm gonna say Candace um explain doesn't go through with it because Molly you and I were average people mm-hmm. but it, the thought has occurred to us sometimes no doubt of like do I need some kind of some something to tighten it up keep it okay. fresh I don't know why I got <laughs> I was just gonna say I was like why was I why not am I, I not get normal into this and not Ryan um you asked and, me to explain he didn't and um the thought has never crossed my mind really oh. <laughs> for the audience at home I'm 21 and I'm pretty I'm pretty heavily considering Botox right now I was gonna say I was like is it because I'm the youngest but I was like but I feel like somehow I'm the wrinkliest no no I'm the wrinkliest Danny's the wrinkliest and then me so I guess in that respect it's <laughs> interesting this was a test. That was this really was a rude test. You to go, Danny's really wrinkly. This was no. a test and a trap, and you sprang it gloriously. And you sprang and failed it at the same time, Molly. You sprang the trap and failed the test. You failed the test and sprang the trap. You sprang the test and failed the trap. When you think about it, every <laughs> really when you think about it, when you think about it. Every trap is a test, but not every test is a trap. Not every knock is a boost. Not, not every, every triangle is a, is a square. But they are all rhombagonal, rhombi, rhombosian, rhombosian. Um. Anyway, so your reasoning for Candace? Oh, I just that I'm I'm young and I'm already like I should start getting Botox <laughs> just to nip it in the bud, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I also want to get hair plugs. Even though I famously am incredibly hairy, <laughs> you are the most I, hair of anyone I've ever seen. Even though I'm famously very hairy, and until very recently I had like shaggy caveman hair, and I now just have short hair. I want to get hair plugs just in case I do start balding. I've like. Zac Efron, when he was 19, Disney started paying for him to get uh, hair plugs so that he would just never go bald. Well, because well, he had such iconic hair at the time. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess yeah. it Disney, could make sense. can you me up with that? I have such a big forehead already. I, I mean, was going to say, you guys, you know, our our dad's hairline is a bit back. Like, dad's kept his hair. but I was, gonna, I was thinking about this earlier. I think about balding a lot. Yeah. Because, just, because of the foreheads. Because I already, I have a pretty big forehead, but I'm like, so the hairline would recede, but our dad has, like, pretty... He's he pretty is, old he and he's got hair. a head of hair. He's got a head it's of hair. Just a, it's, it's not gray, really. Like he's got a little bit of gray, but his hair hasn't gone full gray. Not even like Mr. Fantastic. Question, the full question, sides Dad. Are. If you listen to this, which you certainly don't. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. Yeah. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Dad. Nice <laughs> <His> hair. <laughs> Do Daddy, you dye you your hair show. often? Do you dye your hair no, at all? No, I can guarantee our dad has never dyed his hair. I don't know. Our mom probably does. Well, mom dyes our hair. Sick mom burn. <laughs> Not that dyeing your hair is a bad thing. Just he doesn't really. No. Most men really don't. I mean, what is he gonna do? Get uh, some just could, for men? Yeah, I was gonna say he could just for men. Okay, it's but he just doesn't. for the man barely showers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Um, you just I said mean, he listened to this. <laughs> no, but like he has such thin hair. You know, like I feel like like what would he dye? Like he's got the head of hair, but it's very thin. I don't know how to explain hey, it. Hey, Molly. My point... Do you think Buford's getting Botox or not? No. Look, my point was that you guys both have, like, for, I mean, so do I, like, have a further back hairline. Danny has a widow's peak. Foot head of I hair. know. I am the only one in the family with a widow's peak. And Danny only found this out, like, earlier this year. 
You like freaked out and you were like, wait, you and Ryan don't have widow's peaks? We well, like, no, I no. can always see your hairline because I have a very clear picture. You keep your hair back a lot. Mm. Ryan just, I just, I guess I've never seen Ryan's hairline. That's not true. I wear my hair like in a, in a tight bun. I wear my hair. I have very thick, long, blonde, glorious hair. Ryan <laughs> sort of looks like a librarian who hasn't been revealed to be pretty yet in a movie. I think you have kind of. You wait, are. pull your hair back again. I don't have Ben a Franklin. Speak. You don't. You have, you have a slight uh, widow's peak. It's a little. He's got like a little M. No matter how good looking. Like how do you still look like Ben Franklin when you pull your hair back? Like his <laughs> hair isn't even long white anymore. Man, like do it again. Do it again. Let me see. It. This is this not is really interesting for, podcast, for our audio yeah. podcast. I think they care. It is scary to me how much you look like Benjamin Franklin. Although okay. it is occurring to me that my only image of Benjamin Franklin is actually Ryan with his hair pulled back. So it could just You've be- You've never the like, glasses you never on. glimpsed a hundred dollar bill or no. oh, poverty. <laughs> Ryan, oh. Uh, Molly has refused to answer the prompt multiple times and we're you... nearly 11 minutes in. <clears throat> Wait, so you think Candace would get it just because she's young? No, I think the question was she's who would think about it then not Social you. media has the very question. powerful. That is true. That's true. The impact social media has had on oh, my she's, self-image? Uh, it's uh, 100% impacted by social media are you she's kidding seen me the oil nowadays the tiktok i've thoroughly enjoyed it listen ryan yes. who do you think has nulled over getting botox then i come think through? besides um, me i think linda for a second she, but ultimately she, does, she decided she doesn't need it because she's a jamie lee curtis she she's a jamie lee curtis she i think you know after sort of becoming famous and then you know slowly fading out i think she might have considered well you know do i want to keep up with my looks but then she realized that she is keeping up with her looks she's aging how yeah. exactly how she wants to and she's comfortable with it and that's what makes linda the world's first girl boss thank you thank you for that very brave story that you shared with thank us you. one of my favorite actors dana delaney she uh, got one botox injection it went horribly wrong and she has a slight droop of one of her eyes you would never notice unless she mentioned it which she did in an interview but like she has a slight droop to one of her eyes and so she never does anything like that anymore but it was just funny to me like that that is what would happen to me if i ever yeah. went through with it i'd be like guys i'm so tired of being wrinkly and old and then i get the one <laughs> injection and it's like now i have like hunchback of notre dame face where it's sort of my, i have like an et shaped head with one really big eye and i want to be out they just put way too much botox in so now your face is that shape i just, they put way too much botox in so now i just have a michael myers face that is not mike myers he's very handsome and aging gracefully but like just totally blank expressionless, like the white, the Halloween mask, the shape, everyone. Mm. Mm. Molly, who's um, doing it? So my answer is Carl, because I think <laughs> that he has um, spent a lot of time with Major Monogram, who is constantly raising his eyebrow. And um, so I think that in imitating him, he might have become concerned about his own wrinkle lines. Um, but are you taking notes on that? Yeah. Um, and then... Um, I think he wouldn't go through with it, though, because he is so young and Carl presents as a rather nervous person. I don't think he'd go through with it. That's my uh, that's my hot that's take. your two that's cents. I, I'm I'm into that. I agree with what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down and, and I'm, you're throwing it out. I'm throwing it back in your face. No, um, <clears throat> honestly, who hasn't nulled over getting Botox uh, a couple times here? Uh, so we've answered our important question, which Phineas and Ferb character nulled over Botox for a few minutes and then thought, no, better not. I periodically think about getting that surgery where they break your legs, put a metal bar in there. Oh, we've talked yeah. about this. Yes. I, I don't want that one. I'm pretty lanky as it is. Um, oh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. No, that'd be so horrifying. I'm already so unproportioned. Um, not unproportioned, disproportioned. Yeah. Um, I think about getting Botox quite often. Thank Just you. as like, like not... I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you want it, you want it. If not, then that's I fine. Have I have considered so many cosmetic surgeries. I, I'm not even joking. I do not like the way I look. I, I guarantee it. Men's warehouse. I think you're both so great looking. I'm like so confused. Well, I, I, it's just, it would, for me, it's more of a preventative thing. I've certainly looked into... I'm perhaps, already handsome. I've looked into getting the shape of my eyes even out because I have two completely oh, different shaped oh, eyes. That's a little fair. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, no, you weren't. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cruel to each other. You're nearly listen. I'm just kidding. I really was. Um, I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't pass up that moment. <laughs> all right, let's all compose ourselves. We've hurled some insults at ourselves and each other, and we're nearly 15 minutes in, which oh, means now is a great time to start talking about the Phineas and Ferb episodes we watched. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. We watched. Um, 
Molly, <laughs> what are the names of the episodes? That is not my job. Uh, I know the second one is Ice Cream. Ice Cream and Runaway Runway. Oh, yes. Thank you, Ryan. Good job. Somebody cares. And um, it's not Molly. We're not going to have any little doodles this time because Ryan didn't have his iPad when we watched. I didn't. I had um, uh, some McDonald's French fries in my little paws instead. <laughs> so, Well, at any rate, folks. Uh, uh, brought the to you first by episode, McDonald's. First episode, Runaway Runway. Uh, Phineas and Ferb attempt to become high fashion designers. As always, they are remarkably successful they, at they the succeed. thing they do. Perseverance. They are, they are so good at it. I want one of those motivational posters that just says perseverance, but then it's like the models on the runway that are wearing the Phineas and Ferb outfits. It, uh, this is one of those times where, oh, and Doof's subplot is that he's trying to make uh, copies of himself with a sort of living copier machine, mm-hmm. uh, and that doesn't go this well This is for him. notably not the Lots of Me episode, though. He I know, and I thought it was, too, and I was surprised that that didn't happen. You were surprised that the entire hour-long Night of the Living Pharmacist special didn't start halfway through at 11 days <laughs> Yes, because, and this happened the last time we watched it, too, uh-huh. um, except, like, the opposite. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't think that this was, like, a half-hour-long episode, and you were like, yeah. no, you're thinking of the other one. It's just interesting interesting that he does this exact thing twice. It, it is slightly, slightly different. different. I mean, it's because slightly different. the the Night of the Living Pharmacist one turns people into Doofenshmirtz. This is mm, pure copies. copies of they do the exact same thing in a Gravity Falls episode with a copy machine that makes copies of Dipper. That's true. Um, That's a good episode. It is, but also the whole making clones of yourself is a very I will, yeah. cliche. Like it's a there. it's a trope. Um, I was waiting to get to this episode because it's been a really long time since I've seen this one and I really wasn't sure in the production order where it fell. So I'm glad that we got here. To me, Candace in that outfit with the, 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 long, the high yeah, collar. Uh, there's nothing like that. Ooh, some weird accent came out when I said collar. Um, but that's such a, a, such a distinct image in my mind. I yeah. think it's interesting to see her in that like shade of blue with her orange hair. I just feel like mm. it's not a combo we usually see, um, except for Phineas's shirt and his pants, but like in general in the world. So, except for a combo see. we see in every episode. No, but just like in the real world. <laughs> yeah, I mean. not enough well, orange and blue, like the blue, Hobgoblin from Spider-Man. Blue and orange are contrasting colors. Right. I get but, it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I thought it looked, it was particularly eye-catching. Makes it. Yeah. Um, not in the microphone. Danny's going to hate that. Um, I would like to start out with, um, talking about the, uh, absolute, um, malarkey that this episode is. What are you talking about? Um, the fact that Phineas and Ferb literally just steal other people's designs, um, when designing these clothes. Like, they have- They are plagiarists. They're complete plagiarists. They are, they're, they did not make the clothes they're wearing. And they, they throw in- Sort of they, for their designs, they just do updated versions of the clothes they're currently wearing. But whoever designed stripy T-shirt and purple overalls, they deserve. Yeah. I guess Ferb's not wearing overalls. I'm his sorry. pants just go all the way up to his I'm chest. I'm sorry. Yes, purple. Have they been purple Ryan! this whole time? Ryan, are you okay? Oh no! I thought they were blue my entire life. Ryan, oh, you're colorblind. <laughs> I'm colorblind. Oh, no. For those that don't know, Ryan, uh, yeah. I thought he was green and blue. No, he's green and purple because those are so, contrasting those are colors. colors. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but so he, Phineas, throw it back in your face now. But Phineas is also orange and blue. Okay, okay. But well, his hair's like a little bit redder. Well, yeah. Than I no, yeah, but I but yeah. It's still orange. Oh, bugs. it's like how the Hulk wears purple pants all the time. Yeah, because he, is green. orange opposite of yellow or no? no. Or I mean, I meant, I meant is purple opposite of yellow or is purple opposite of orange? I, they're on opposite sides of the color. That's what I mean. But which we, one is the direct oh, opposite? I don't, I don't recall. You're an art major. Yeah, I'm not good at it. I never had to take color theory, so I'm pretty sure it's orange and blue. I can't believe I you didn't know Ferb was green and purple. Now it's yellow and blue. You thought it was yellow. Oh, you didn't think Ferb was yellow? No, oh, oh, you were talking about the what an interesting wheel. conversation this has become. Ryan doesn't know the colors of the characters on the show. He does a podcast. About I really, I'm colorblind. It's okay? fine. It's fine. But no one has ever explicitly told me the colors. I guess not. Not that I don't. You know what so, I mean. I, really thought I mean, I feel like we've talked about That's it. That's really embarrassing, though. This has been a good ten years of my life. I'm glad you found out now. So purple. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the shade of purple. So dismissive. Violet is again a cross from yellow, but blue violet is a cross from orange. Will you talk about the? Um, will you talk about the cartoon though? 
No. Um, somebody here talking, talking about the I was talking about the plagiarism. Yeah. And uh. I thought that it was an atrocity. And um, that is something that Candace should have pointed out in her rampage, and she did not. Um, this so, is one of the yeah. times I feel the worst for Candace. She got a big break in her modeling career. Honestly, yeah, and Phineas and Ferb just ruined But it. she did still walk down the runway. But, and she fell. But angrily. And she wasn't allowed to. She just stormed out there. Yeah, to but she be did fair, it. I think Girl that boss. this is better than the like monster princess That's episode. Worse, yeah. Because Phineas and Ferb did not know that Candace was trying yeah. to get her big break here or anything. And Candace wasn't even necessarily trying it to. Did she just was kind just of imagining happen. it. So yeah, like those plots just happened to intersect, whereas the other one was clearly malice. That's um, fair. That's fair. that's true. I will. I will agree. Um, and Still I don't I feel, feel bad. as bad for her because honestly, like that designer guy was a jerk, and um, I don't Guessed think on. I don't think Candace could have survived the pressure of being a model. I think it would have made her crack. But we'll never get to eat Candace O's now. Now one that's might, a shame. One might argue Candace has cracked a long time ago. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's deep. Like yeah. an egg. Um, Ooh. One of the things that cracks. Good job, everyone. Thank you. Like my knees. Um, like the Liberty Bell. Ooh. So we do Ooh. get to see oh, Isabella and the better. Fireside Girls in this episode who just so happen to be trying to get their sewing patches yeah. um, in this one. So Phineas is in a that convenient? Yep. Um, Ryan, do you want to yes. touch on the song? I would love episode? to touch on Summer all the time. Summer forever? Summer all, all the time. time. Forever summer. Yeah, that's basically all it is. Honestly, um, uh, not something great. Not like this next absolute banger that we have coming up. But not the worst. I would put it above He's Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Wow. Um, but it's not anything spectacular, honestly. I was like... Yeah, it's, it's kind of a background song. It's yeah. not a song they sing. It's it's the kind montage. of yeah, yeah. I would put it along with the quirky working song. No, but under yeah. the quirky working song, but on the same type of the same type of song. Yes, yes. I I forgot about this one, but this I is definitely too. one I completely that forgot. was like cemented in my mind. So I'm surprised. I by think that. in my head, lots of me w- was in place of this. You guys are I, weird. Yeah, in my just because it's the right. you know. I haven't seen it in a very long Forever time. Forever Summer, I feel like I would see that in like the Swinter episode for some reason, or like Backyard Well, the Molly, Beach. that's the opposite. I know, I'm just saying, like it seems like one of those episodes, not yeah. one of this one. One of those, not one of these. Yes. Yeah, there's there's some direct reference, uh, references to Jerry Lewis. You want to take one more take of that? No, we're, okay. we're sticking with that version of me saying Jerry Lewis. Uh, some some hit references to the funny stereotype that French people love Jerry Lewis. Which is another reference slash joke for not children, because no way do most children in America know that there's this stereotype that French people like Jerry Lewis, nor do they probably know who Jerry Lewis is. That's I feel like we were some of the only children made to, uh, watch, to watch Jerry, Jerry Lewis. To watch the films of Mr. Jerry Lewis. Thanks, Mom. The disorderly orderly's on duty tonight. I like the bit of Doof Shadow that is printed on the wall yes. here. Very good continuity they have, Yoda says. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk like a little Yoda, why don't you? Like a little Yoda talk, why do you not? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> anyway. His, his sentences are ordered wrong. The point is, it's there in the background paintings before and after he makes the joke. Yes. But like a while before. A while yeah, before. And we, and to the I, point I really where we were like, why is, there, why is that a hand? <laughs> It was a good is bit. A, a good bit. Huge hands. Um, Jeremy's mom is very clearly in the background to me, but it's not referenced to it me. It is Hawkeye Johnson. Hawkeye Johnson. Uh, Jeremy's mom she's has got a present. She's all I want, and I've that waited for so, so long. long. Jeremy, can't you see? You're not. You're just you not didn't want to do that when Stacy's mom comes in the next no, one. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I've been singing it since you said it. Um, yeah. The episode. Well, anyway, uh, this is a fun episode. I think everyone remembers the the coup de crayon. Coup de yeah. I think that's a memorable joke from the show. The uh, the pencil neck, the as pencil the neck. Americans yeah, say. If you're not neck. fluent in French, as we all three are. As we. You know as what I all? didn't remember from this, oh, though? Oh, I think. The robotic <laughs> Phineas and Ferb at the end of the episode. Yeah. Let's it was just talk like, about that. I don't even know how it went. It I don't just know. It was like the it, end of the episode, and instead of like their usual bam, 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 Oh, yeah. just like, just like Phineas, Phineas and Ferb. And Ferb. <laughs> There's, yeah, I think they were trying different like ending sting music because instead of playing the, the usual little guitar riff, 
I don't know how you'd describe it. It's sort of like an electronic a- electro dance. Electro disco, yeah. Phineas and Ferb. It's a daft punk kind of. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was good. Thank you. It's a, you ever do that? Tri- you talk like a robot, but yeah. you do the. No. While you're talking, so it's. No, I just talk into the fan. I have people do that for me. See, but I feel like when you just did that other noise, you did the. It sounds like the. I picture more like when someone's shaking their head. Oh, sure. I got to tell you, I. I'm excellent at lip trills. You are really good at lip trills. I'm a big lip trill guy. (laughs) I am not. My, like, bane of my existence was when, um, in chorus, they'd always have you do like because I can't yeah. hold it long enough to like do it as one I like a thing. good tongue trill. I, I I always tickled my nose when I would do it, so I would do the tongue trill instead. Normally How that was passable. Tongue trill. Oh, that's like rolling your R's. Yeah, I can't do that. Can't roll your R's? No. Mm. I got it once. Um, my friend Erin Clemente, shout out Erin, not that I think you listen to this, but she tried so hard for uh, the entire freshman year of chorus to get me to be able to roll my R's, and I couldn't do it. And then like senior year, I was kind of able to do it on one word in Italian. It's hard Erin. being a failure. Can we have so, her on as a guest? Can we talk about the cartoon? <laughs> well, we were talking about the robotic Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, that is a very this isn't a podcast about tongue trills? <sighs> Not yet, mm. but it's getting there. Um, yeah. There is some really good Doofenshmirtz crazy eyes in this episode. Oh, yeah. Love he that. He lays down in a little tanning bed, which is the scanner for his copy machine. And he just asks, who's crazy now? And when he does, they draw his eyes like bulging out of his head. Um, think um, Wendy Williams, if you will. Yes, do picture Wendy Williams when she faints in her yeah. statue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's that. very that. Um, and then he uh, thinks he tans his eyeballs. Perhaps yeah. close yeah. them and don't look crazy. Everything about that. Pines. Yeah, one of his copies comes out wrong, Aww. and it's sort of a, it's sort of like a dumb guy. It's like bald, and it's it's, it's pretty lumpy. creepy. Um, uh, for oh. for those needing a visual aid, think um from Ed, Ed and Eddie, whichever Edward it is, uh, the dumb one. Yeah, the dumb one on Ed, Ed and Eddie was, I believe. Uh, Ed with one D. He's either Ed, Ed, or Eddie. No, it's Ed with one D because yeah. Double D is the smart one oh, and yeah. the leader is Eddie. Yeah, but I, I don't think he really looks like Double him. I think him. it looks more like that cow whistle guy. The cow whistle guy. He does look yeah. like cow whistle guy. He does look like cow whistle guy from the Phineas and Ferb episode with the stampede. Yeah. Uh, he is just a weird, hideous little guy and he is in, he's very stupid. He's come out of the machine on... He's come out of the machine wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that boy ain't right. Doesn't and, look like And uh, when Doofenshmirtz is about to throw Perry the Platypus to his doom, the the incorrect copy goes, don't hurt the little bunny rabbit. He's got like a weird, <laughs> he's got like a weird scratchy voice. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of weird clone Doof. Yeah, There's I also a fun joke where Doofenshmirtz <laughs> says he doesn't have enough toner in the machine and he pulls out a Doofenshmirtz <laughs> no with no outline and no eyes. That was a good bit. Yeah, um, bit. I like the bit of all the things they're yelling when they jump out of the... Oh, oh, yeah. They start with Geronimo, which is what people say when they jump out of a plane. You know, mm-hmm. you go, Geronimo, before you do something, which is the name of a Native American chief. Uh, from history, and that's why people say that. Uh, and then he continues saying other things. The closed captioning only catches two of them. <laughs> the closed captioning catches do one of the doofs says Santa Claus <laughs> as he's falling, and then the last one he says is Native American icon. <laughs> um, there's a very similar joke in the hit film Aladdin and the the King, King of, of Thieves. Thieves. Yeah, where. There's a there's a joke where the genie is jumping out of a plane as a series of paratroopers, and he says Geronimo. Then he says Navajo, which is a, a Native uh, American tribe. And then the last one is Pocahontas. And then he appears as Disney's version of Pocahontas. Mm. It's a mildly offensive joke. Well, I was gonna uh, say I'm pretty proud of the use of Native American for the time that this was because it's like 2007. Yeah, because yeah, we we should assume that at that point all TV shows mm, were saying it, yeah. but they were not. Um, so oh, I'm sure. uh, good for them. Um, I would like to say regarding the copies, I really enjoy when, um, everyone starts getting the pharmacist coats and then there's the one doof copy that gets a second pharmacist (laughs) coat and he's like, now I have two. Yeah. This, this is a really great. Really fast-paced episode. Very yes, fast-paced very fast paced. episode. This is like that like 90s the 90s Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. cartoon. I always <laughs> much say. like the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, which is poorly edited and has only five pieces of music. But we love it. Oh, uh, but all fans. five are amazing. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's the fighting music. <laughs> Every episode. 
yeah and then there's the the mary jane theme which is just like uh i was gonna do the princess leia (laughs) (laughs) the princess leia theme is way too close to the marion theme from raiders of the lost ark because the princess leia theme is um dun 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 no that's raiders of the lost ark i'm doing raiders of the lost ark what's the princess leia theme quick no i can't do it because i said that one No, no, that's Marion, and then Princess Leia is um. Bum, ba, ba. Uh, Molly, you're doing the Spaceballs theme. Not even close. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it in my head. You've all heard the Princess You've Leia. You've heard it. Uh, compare the two instead of having us try to sing them for you. Yeah, How this rude! Was a bad choice. Why would you put us on the spot we like that? Have tried we know to do this. you started by saying you always get them confused. It's just like when you get the Full House and oh, the Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I can't. I can hardly tell the difference between Full Matters. Full Matters. Full and Matters. <laughs> Could you imagine a sitcom so generic? It's just called Family House. <laughs> it's like a German. It's like when they try, when they have like an AI write a script episode or something. Family House on TV channel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, Phineas and Ferb. I really like this episode. It moves really fast. It has a lot of good jokes. Got a lot of good runners. Yeah. Uh, they do. Doofenshmirtz's plot does last about one scene. Yeah. Perry yeah. does nothing to defeat him. He has a fun bit at the end where he sort of traps Doofenshmirtz on a passing airplane. But other but than that, Doof kind of defeats himself. He presses the wrong button. so stupid uh, in this episode because I did not get when Doof was like, I caught like the rare Perry the duct tape platypus. Yeah, it's and I pill. paused and I was like, what the heck is that supposed to be like a joke on? And then he goes, you know, duct tape. And I was like, oh. Duck Bill. Oh, I was like, oh no. Oh, I thought oh. you were going to say that you felt so seen when he was like, I pressed the delete all button because that is something you would do. My phone's deleting its my messages by itself right now. And I don't know why. Oh, oh, good. So technology's progressed so that you don't have to mess up. It just does it for you. Yep. Good. AI. Um, do we have really, any it's like a black mirror. Uh, From this one? We don't oh, have any quotes besides, <laughs> besides coup de crayon. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to share this. This was the first time I ever heard the word well, I guess I've seen the episode before, so I have heard it, but I couldn't really understand it this time, so maybe I kind of didn't. Dirigible. 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 Why I, are you like this? Why didn't you ask first? You could have asked off the, the air. The dirigible? <laughs> they sing it I in started, the episode. Yeah, Doofenshmirtz, evil dirigible. You could have... Okay. Um, yeah, I never heard that word before. These. Yeah, I'm, All of us as a whole, I can't listen to this singing. one back. That's all um, right. Yeah, but... Uh, I, I thought that was a, a big boy word. By the way, I have a question related yes. to the podcast, not to the episode. Do you still play our takes of the <laughs> Candace party? Yes. Yeah, I still play you guys singing the song at the beginning and end of every episode. I cannot believe this. That was it's the only most every weasel third. move Danny oh ever My God, pulled. you told us you wouldn't. We called you out on it live on the air at you our live you... show. Come see our next one. We've never done a live show. They don't will. need, Danny, how do you expect to sell tickets if they don't think it's exclusive? <laughs> We're going to get canceled if we had a live show during the pandemic. Mm. Although we didn't start till August of last year. We didn't mm. start till August. Can you believe we've been doing this for a year? And we've only gotten to episode 12. <laughs> I was thinking that today when you scrolled through to look at the other episodes yeah. in season one. And I was like, Jesus, we're, we're moving real They could have made the cartoon faster than this. <laughs> they probably did. Definitely did. <laughs> the um, Okay, so no quotes from this episode. No, no quotes from this episode, excepting, of course, that coup de crayon is a memorable phrase, but there's no line of dialogue where that's it is. That's really Yeah, funny. I mean, the funny part is when he says pencil neck at the end, but that's not even, like, In the, a he funny says, line. He just says, like, you know, that's French for pencil neck. Yeah, that's not a funny that's line. That's not a funny line yeah. on its own. Uh, but a really funny episode and a really good, fast-paced episode. Yes. It just, every joke is at least two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I tanned my eyeballs. Yeah, mm. yeah. But nevertheless, we can move on to the next episode. Well, or is... I, honestly, though, whatever Doof yells at the bad clone, that was pretty funny. But I, I don't remember what it was. It wasn't memorable enough. It was too fast. When he like right, calls right. him, he like, calls you, him something. This long string of insults. Well, you anyway. clone. Yeah. Yeah. So the next episode. The next episode is called "I Scream, You Scream," right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't. Want or to you scream, I scream. Either one. Yeah. It's look. You have Google. You know. Isabella has had her tonsils removed, and she can have as much Breaking ice cream news. as her little heart desires. So Phineas and Ferb, 
y, it's really interesting because you never see the two of them together. Y tú también. Uh, they, Phineas <laughs> <laughs> and Ferb, with your help, decide <laughs> to build a giant ice cream machine. They head down to the blueprint store uh, to get some blueprints. I haven't been in so long. I have to pick something up. I'm doing a run. Does anyone want anything from the blueprint store? If you could get me the blueprints for the Notre Dame Cathedral, I'm fairly certain a hunchback's been hiding mm. there and he's stealing my Botox. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, that wretched old queen. I'll tell you right now, uh, Quasimodo, bad rap. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Yup, that's me, Quasimodo. (laughs) That's so quasi. That's so quasi. He can see very little because his eyes are deformed. That's (laughs) the hunchback in the book is blind, and he goes uh, deaf from ringing the bells all day. Well, that makes sense. I've always wondered that myself. So in the book, the hunchback of Notre Dame can hardly see and can hardly hear. But is that why he has perfect pitch from being being near the the tones of the bells all the time? He knows. Does he have perfect pitch? He sings in the movie. That's what I meant. Yeah, Tom. Tom. Quasimodo sings. I've never seen the hunchback. He sings at least two songs. Because he does Out There and he does Heaven's Light. What else is he in? Uh, the actor? Yeah. He's the actor? the actor? He's um, in Amadeus. He's uh, okay. Amadeus. Yes. Yeah. It's really interesting living in our household where anytime anyone says that the actor, all three of us go, the actor? From Back to the Future. So uh, in this episode, I my favorite thing, which happens right away. Hey, if you could knock that off. <laughs> in this episode, we get our first appearance of Dr. Hirano, which is Stacy's mom. Mm, who has, she has nothing going on. No, I'm kidding. She's <laughs> voiced mean... by she's voiced by Ming Na, uh Ming Na Wen, who is a very popular actor. Uh probably the most relevant thing for this is that she's the voice of Mulan. Uh so good for her. She's out there being a Disney princess. She's but happy she's, and healthy. Yeah, she's living a life. But she's also she's been in a million things. Um so yeah, that's so nice. I, that was a good catch on your part because I did not notice that was her. Yeah, I did not. Mm. Um, but cool. I didn't know she came in so early. No, I, I I thought it was interesting. I really loved this episode very much. This is my favorite one we've watched I mean, so far, which is funny yeah. because if you asked me, I would say like I don't really like this one. Phineas and Ferb never actually build anything, and not much happens. But I'd completely forgotten this is the episode where Busted comes from. Yeah. This is an episode that gives us such a clear picture of Danville. Not only do yeah. we get to meet Charlene, uh, yeah. who might have only had a passing reference before. Um, we might have just seen a picture of her, maybe. Maybe, but I, I, she hasn't appeared yet. No, yeah, this is the this first, is the first time. time. So not only do we get Academy Award winner Allison Janney, we set up the whole dynamic of she also does not believe in the evil her husband does, which is weird. Because yeah. I, I don't he's think that very sticks around. Open about it. He's very open about it, but like we get this whole dynamic where. Vanessa is essentially a second Candace in yeah. reverse. Yeah. But I really love Charlene as a character. I love Allison Janney. Yeah. I love that her and Linda are friends, kind of. Like they're taking a cooking class together and they're partners. Yeah. But they're not like super close. They're not like Mrs. Garcia Shapiro. They're like, like when you have a lab partner and you're like, yeah. yeah. They're a school friend for adults. So my question is, I guess, right? Like, because I just want to check. So we get the school. <laughs> That's how Linda, Linda sounds. Sorry, you were uh, saying. <laughs> it's me, Caroline Rhea. Would you like to watch Sabrina Did the Teenage Witch? Did you know that Sabrina the Teenage Witch House is in Freehold, New Jersey? No, that's amazing. We live in New Jersey. Let's take yeah. a rocket ship to there. Let's not. Let's do it. Um, I don't want to stare so, at the outside of some guy's house. No, we're going to go Sabrina. in. It's for sale. For sale, um. <gasps> oh, um, anyway. Oh, if they had any marketing skills at all. Little they do they even teach you at would, realtor's school? They would have that cat puppet out front 24-7 going, hey, buy this house. He doesn't talk like that, but I couldn't do the voice. I'd hey there, so buy this house. It's me, Graylum the cat. Are you looking for a wonderful place? Did you see they're doing, that? they're bringing it back? Minimal reservations. I said reservations, we, I meant renovations. You gotta cut this out. I can't look dumb in front of the peeps. Bad nope. news, colorblindy. Bad news, oh. bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, bears. Oh, starring Walter Matthau. I don't know. That um, was worse. That was more embarrassing Rachel for me. Maddow. Starring Rachel Maddow. Uh, Did ra- you see they're bringing Sabrina the Teenage Witch back? <laughs> I saw that Phineas and Ferb is a TV show we do a podcast about. But no, it's it's relevant. Caroline's coming back. That's for fair. It. That's good for her. It's weird that Sabrina the Teenage Witch, a relatively obscure B-level Archie comic, has now had three TV shows and two of them are within a year of each other because yeah. there's yeah. the chilling adventures of Sabrina which mm-hmm. was really hard for me to say if you couldn't the chilling yeah. adventures of the chilling adventures of Sabrina well there's there's three shows because there was the cartoon too 
Yeah. I mean, four shows. Oh, she's had at least four TV shows. Yeah. And I think the character might be in one of the Archie cartoons, but I don't want to bet on that. Well, I know that Sabrina is reprising her role on Riverdale, so... The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Sabrina? Mm-hmm. She's in Riverdale now? I, didn't I saw a thing about that on Facebook. Uh, good for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Sabrina. And good for 90s Sabrina, Melissa Joan Hart. Love Melissa Joan Such Hart. Such a step up from God's Not Dead 2, her most recent work. <laughs> you didn't see it. They made a second one? They've yeah, made they made three of them. What? Yeah. Honestly, I liked the first one. I'm not Why? Lie. Why are you what? like this? When that guy gets hit by a car outside yeah. the concert. Oh my God. You're Why such do a... you know? Because I saw the movie. I went to a church. I went to a youth oh, group yeah. thing well, with my friend. Oh, that's I saw too. Not the because same event. You guys are part of a world that I just have no connection to. And it's really weird. <laughs> I was in sixth grade. And my fr- Someone invited me. It was the first thing I did I can't when I had friends. And I was like, that's we so... talked about it one time. And she was like, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I, I liked it a ton. It wasn't like as bad as I thought it'd be. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a good movie. I've just and it had a it, what's his face from Good Luck Charlie. Yeah, stupid. Anyway, Two Phineas and Ferb. If you guys are done talking about your religious motivated <laughs> films, can we get back to the nice? Uh, I wanted secular... to be very clear that I don't enjoy the film. <laughs> <laughs> I did I not make, like. I want to make it very clear. There is a separation of church and state. Phineas and Ferb is a government-subsidized television program. That's oh, not God. true. But I mean it. We, there will be no further talk of any religion except, of course, our our praise of... Um, the Mexican-Jewish festival. Except for our praise of the Mexican-Jewish cultural I festival. I thought you were going to say of Laura Dickinson. Because she's well, God. She, well, she's an EGOT. It's a T on the end. God. EGOT for Laura. Um, anyway, Phineas dead. and Ferb. God, Phineas and Ferb. So, so I always um, actually get the, this episode confused with the um, Haunted House one because I always think that one's called Ice Cream, You Scream, or You Scream, Ice Cream, whichever. Yeah. I always think it's that one. Um, and it's not. So um, I was. They are both Isabella. Isabella yeah. motivated invention. Isabella illness in motivated. This joke of Carl posing as the blueprint store lady has it does recur does it not yes, is there not a second, there is appearance, a second of, appearance of this okay i could not find a credit for the blueprint store lady i don't know who does her voice i was wondering that as well i think it has to be maybe the funniest bit up to that this point carl and lives a double life as a blueprint store owner but he's bad at it so yeah. he gives people the wrong things he uh, just the look of the costume when he takes the head off is hilarious I, because it's not one of those no like eyes. fleshy yeah, masks in it's like a hard mascot yeah, head like you would like you'd see in like a theme park but but it's the eyes are not there and those are not carl's eyes how does he see without his glasses maybe that's why he messed it up he couldn't see without his glasses well at any rate uh this episode has the same plot twist as knives out i won't spoil knives out but there's sort of a double blind situation here going on (laughs) where someone intentionally switches something and then someone accidentally switches it back the correct way which is the wrong way you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying but i didn't think that's what happened it doesn't happen through intuition it happens through distraction in this yes in the hit film knives out someone intentionally switches yes i i followed you and then someone through their natural intuition returns it to the right way but thinks they have it wrong yeah in this, someone stop staring at me like I'm crazy. I'm, I'm right. just trying to think of how I know in Knives Out the context. What? So the Carl, Carl well, yes, is trying to Carl not give the... Doofenshmirtz the re- the yes. evil blueprints. So he gives them to. He's trying to no. Carl is trying to give Doofenshmirtz the ice cream machine blueprints so Doof can't build anything dangerous. But he gets nervous and actually gives Vanessa. The uh the laser blueprint. Right. But, but Ferb is distracted. So Ferb is distracted those. by Vanessa, okay. so he takes the ice cream yes. blueprints. So for those of you listening at home, and you've all tuned out by now, but for those of you listening at home, we have wasted uh roughly forty-two minutes of your time uh just talking, plus about mm, fifteen seconds for the theme song, which Ryan has already yelled at me for using <laughs> his recording this episode. No, I introduced <laughs> this episode too. Mm, no, special it, punishment. It, it would have no, been too good. This isn't this isn't this isn't survival or impractical jokers where there's some sort of consequence to my actions. I am God. Ryan now, is tonight's big loser. He's gonna <laughs> sing a little song for us. Like a Do they boy. get impractical jokers? Wow, that was wow. hard to say. Do they get impractical? Practical Jokers, like in other places, is the regional show. No, it's a, they have a movie. 
Oh, you're right. They do. Yeah, Conan goes about yeah. practical yeah. jokers, so they must be super famous. But he's New York based. No. Um. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> like the new. It's not like the news where each each region has its own impractical jokers. <laughs> I would love. I would to see love that. Like British impractical jokers, where it's just like, I oi. <laughs> you there? Would you like to chew a toffee? Uh, no. You've been impractically joked, old boy. I don't I have a, any toffee. Oh my god, you just unlocked a memory of mine. I had a really intense dream the other night that my friend Lizzie and I were on um, <laughs> the show Punked. My friend Lizzie and I. I thought you said Lizney. Oh, no. We were on the show Punked, and but it was like in modern times, and the whole thing was like, Punked hasn't been a show in forever. And I was like, what are we on, Punked? And then Ashton Kutcher came like running out and was like, how did you know? And oh, I was like was very scared. a little scared. bit slower. Yeah. yeah. Getting, getting up there. <laughs> a, little, a little bit slower. He was running out there, but he smells real bad because him and me Kunis don't take baths. Anyway, I, I'm kidding. It's out of context. We all know. Yeah, um, can't have fun anymore. Can't make fun of millionaires that you'll never meet. Molly will try to defend them to your face. Anyway, Boost Phineas to the 1%. <laughs> Hi, welcome um, to Rich People Propaganda, where we just just suck up to the rich in the hopes that yes, one day we'll get a, so wealthy. a morsel, a sweet crumb of, of their wealth. God, please cut this all out. I can't. No. You, you can't edit. I'm looking at the no. screen and it's recording what we're saying, and I don't know how to stop that from happening. This, okay. Um, it's not a podcast. Going back. It's an intimate get-together. I don't know why you think I can just cut things out. Going back to um, you want the to do costume? Tim Burton Lala's right now, like Danny Elfman Lala's. You want to do oh, that? Oh, right I was now? thinking Daria. La 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 la. No, I was talking. Do you want to right now go? La 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 la. I thought you said no more singing. I recant my previous statement because I. You know, in The Simpsons, where he's like, "I can sing." Think about it all the time. Anyway, help me, Doctor Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> we have to stop now. Um, <laughs> this is absurd. So, back to Carl's costume. I am a little mad at myself that I never thought, like, that I never caught on to that in the beginning because yeah. that character does look different than other Phineas and Ferb characters. Like, it looks just slightly off. Like, it's rounder, I feel like, than Phineas and Ferb characters are drawn. I don't know. You don't, don't think know. so? I don't no, think so. No. Watch it again. It's like flatter, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Well, we'll we'll check that out the next time Blueprint Store Worker comes in. She's to... going to come back in. She does come back at some point. Carl reuses this disguise, def- despite the fact that Carl is, of course, a white, a man. white man. And this disguise- It should be a joke a that aged lady. horribly, but I mean, it kind of has. It has. It's absurd. But, it's not- But not, it's hilarious. You know, it's just a weird absurdity. It's just hilarious because how is Carl doing that voice? I don't- I Listen, don't think it's right for They do the do. same joke on Milo Murphy's Law circa 2016, where one of the boys as a distraction does pretend to be one of the black characters. But it is not, again, once again, it is a mask and somehow the actual character's voice. I think it's just a Scooby-Doo type, yeah. whoa, I'm in a costume and I guess they don't think but about it. But that's it does, what's you know. crazy about this is that it's not a Scooby-Doo-like rubber mask. It is a mascot head mask. Yeah, that How does that blend into the world? Look, I, I'm I willing like to, to think it, it doesn't. And uh, <laughs> Nobody they were noticed. just like, oh man. Maybe she's just ugly. How does the mouth move? How does the mouth move? Mickey um, Mouse's mouth can move now when you meet him at Disney World. Yeah, Dan, but that's... They discontinued Danny, that. that starts... That comes from sin. I don't... <laughs> 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 I don't trust blow that. Blowtorch City? Have. Um, why is there... Why do they need a blowtorch for ice cream? That's what I was wondering. To build the machine, Molly. But why do they need so many blowtorches that they needed the whole thing? They're really poorly made. They got a lot from Because honestly, City. they... they Buying they, in bulk they, saves money. Yeah, Molly. Clearly, someone's never had a they Costco membership. They lost their last blowtorch when they were making that um, roller coaster, and and Ferb sort of burps up the peanut butter. Mm, we all recall. That's fair. That's fair. Um, this is something I wanted to say. If they paid that much attention to that detail, <laughs> well, I mean, they paid attention to the detail of Candace only being in charge of a satellite crashes into the house. That's a callback yeah. to the pilot. It's a very episode. good callback. I love this episode so much. It feels like such a a little connected world of Phineas and Ferb yeah. to me. It's it like does, a Simpsons, which. This is where, like, my question comes in for you guys. I meant to bring this up in the last episode. I don't think that I did. But you're a coward. Um, yes. No, but so, um, like, there, there's the brick callback in this one on the billboard yeah. as well. It's brick. There's an advertisement for from that the from the episode. toy episode. Oh, we did do the toy episode. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. so I was just wondering, like, because Phineas says in this one, 
like it's a spin on that. Aren't you a little young to be yeah. doing this? And Phineas like cuts him off and is like, No, in this one, he fully completes the joke. It's one of the, I think it's the Pinky the Chihuahua one. He asks the guy, It's in yeah, Journey. But no, to the he cuts of him off. He says, Aren't you a little? And then Phineas says, Young to be oh, yeah, I getting up, blah, 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 yes, blah, I'm blah, blah. Right. So this one, and in that last one with Pinky, where he cuts him off and makes that joke of like, Aren't you going to ask us if we're a little young to be doing this? Yeah. I feel like in the production order, it has not been asked enough. If Phineas and Ferb are a little young to be doing this, like I've I've been paying attention to that, and I just feel that it hasn't happened enough to be doing the callback on that because I think it happens a lot more later yeah. where they don't make jokes about it. They lose that joke pretty quickly. They yeah. do. Of all the things that recur about Phineas and Ferb, the "Aren't you a little young for this?" that goes away pretty quick because except. In the musical. Yes. Aren't you a little young to build a roller coaster? Mm -hmm. Well, see, that's, again, specifically right. a callback to the pilot. But that joke goes away probably because Phineas and Ferb, you never see them ordering parts for anything after a certain point. They never acquire yeah. materials after a certain while. It just well, I happens. I mean, when you order in bulk that often. That's well, true. it's just it just all of a sudden like they will have what they need, which is like it saves five seconds in the episodes. The episodes yeah. are really short and they get more and more complex yeah. and more elaborate and they get further from the concept of like, isn't it crazy that they're building the thing? And it's more about like the cartoon reality of they can just build whatever they want. That's a rule now. So they it is eventually it becomes quaint the idea that there would be a delivery guy giving them materials because it becomes so absurd what they do yeah that like you couldn't build any of it you couldn't actually build right. a building that builds itself and yeah. yet the aren't you a little young yeah it's such a staple in our minds from the show sure well be probably because they do it so much so early yes but i do feel that we're gonna see in the next couple of episodes they say it a lot more <laughs> that was really Sorry, weird. I threw a tiny piece of paper at a guitar and it played a note and I got really happy. Um, um, I wonder yeah. if they heard that. Probably not. It's pretty quiet. Who knows? Anyway, it so Phineas and Ferb is a great show and this is a great episode. It reminds me of The Simpsons because the world is so interconnected and you get to bop in with so many little peripheral, uh, peripheral Speaking characters. Speaking of bop. Yeah, probably. Oh, Speaking yeah. One of, of the bop. best songs. Ryan, do we, the little Wii U. Ryan, give us a bop. Wii U, Wii U. No, whoa. whoa, not a werewolf. I'm talking weird. Oh whoa, <laughs> how did you make that noise? That was like a chihuahua. Picky the chihuahua. Listen. <laughs> We're all sick. We're all so unwell. But no, for real, the bop alert is going off and it's not stopping. Ooh, that's, please cut that out. Who put the bop in the bop shoe bop? Who put the mm, dang bop. in the the song is busted. The song is busted. And it is. Can you stop throwing the pieces of paper at the guitar? I did it again. You just wanted to see if you would. I want to see if you could do it again. to hear on the podcast. So you're just going to. No, you missed. This is really embarrassing. We are Tell talking about, about the greatest Bob. Um, well, um, yes. So this is going to be one of the songs that's very high up on yeah. the bracket. We, I mean, everyone's pretty much aware of Busted. Busted. It's yeah. it, it's so well known for a reason. It's so iconic. It really it is. is. No, it, it's. I think they knew they had a good one because they play the rest of it. They over play the, the rest of it. The they extended don't just play version. It again. I love when that happens. There's a full I, second. Squirrels in my pants is like that yeah. too. Um, but even then, the fully extended version of Strong so Pants. I would like to bring show. something up. So, when we have songs like Busted in such close proximity to It's Bigfoot, <laughs> um, how are you going to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? I'm not saying It's Bigfoot should be at the top of the bracket. I'm just saying I don't think It's Bigfoot is the piece of garbage you claim that it is. I don't think it's a bad song. Like we said, there's no bad episodes of Phineas and Ferb. I don't know. I they think you came have... for this song pretty hard. Because comparatively, it's poop. It is caca poo poo, <laughs> played by Ben Stiller. Uh, All right. Uh, ding, ding, ding. We've come full circle. Um, and with that, the podcast is over forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bustin' is great. Busted. Busted is great. Bustin', bustin', bustin'. <laughs> You're thinking of the remix of I the Ghostbusters thinking, theme, yes. which um, is also great. Great, yeah. also about but busted is great. But it's uh, in watching it this time, I am realizing that 
It's surprising that this is so iconic, not because of the sound. We know it sounds amazing, but that it is based around a concept that we lose after this episode. That is true. Because after this episode, Vanessa's not not trying to bust doof. She's not. There isn't this like, my dad's secretly evil and my mom doesn't know. Do they pull that in like Dufania or something where he builds the island? I think there might be one. I think they might do that, but... After, but but pretty right. soon, it's not, the, she starts working with him. The bit she's starts to be oh, yeah. like that he's kind of just like a loser. Yeah, yeah. like that's more he's an the embarrassing bit. dad. Yeah, like but he he's caring, but he's just a typical embarrassing dad that's just evil. You said you hated Mr. Tomato. Yeah, we all yeah. remember. That's um, when they when he asked Char when Charlene goes, "Oh, why did I ever divorce you?" He pulls oh, out a little yeah. puppet and he goes, "You hated Mr. Tomato." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Secretly, I'm it. very lonely. I know that's not the Quite same you. one, but I... They do I that joke that. like three times. Um, <laughs> that's Bobby Fabulous in the We're Getting the Band Back Together, right? He goes, talk to the hand. Oh, yeah. And the uh, hand goes, secretly, I'm very lonely. <laughs> um, yeah, why do I always think that's different parts? It's, it's just because it's a high-pitched voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pathetic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Bob, yeah, right? so we really lose this <laughs> whole plot line yeah. of... You know, her going after Charlene in the same way Candace is. Her and Candace relate in a lot of ways, and they'll eventually become friends of yes, some sort. I think yeah. this is a duality that we lose, though. This, this. Yeah. <laughs> what we don't lose is Ferb's attraction to that. That is established here. That is that peak said, "I'm me," and <laughs> that is a weird thing yeah. that they just sort of die on that hill. It's a yeah. little weird. It's not that weird. I understand that she's meant to be roughly the same age as Candace, so she's what, like two or three years older than Ferb. It's not no. crazy. No, it's definitely. I think they're sixteen or something. They're sixteen, yeah. and they're like. Tw- <sighs> no, they're like young. They're like seven or eight, I think, or something. See, but they they mm-hmm. they, they get tossed their age. I don't think so. Dan Pavemeyer, I believe, has come out and and Swampy, and they've said like they're in that younger age group. Either way, it's a little weird that by the time Ferb graduates high school, he's like driving off in a yeah. car with Vanessa. Well, it made sense to me when it was one-sided and it seemed like just yeah. Ferb was crushing sure, just on like Vanessa. Sure, like a little boy with a crush then on Then it got a little weird. Yeah. But also, this is a weird universe. But also, once you're an adult, I guess you can date someone who's just like an odd amount older than you. Because usually when you think of people with an age gap, you think of like, well, gosh, Jay-Z is 10 years older than Beyonce and that relationship has never had any problems. I just saw that (laughs) Daniel Craig broke that, you know, ancient Hollywood rule of like that the star, when co-stars fall in love, it's like the older man and the younger woman, that he was the the younger man with the older woman. He also was, he was the first James Bond to have a, a Bond girl, which is not a particularly feminist concept, but we'll move past that he was the first James Bond to have a Bond girl who was over 50 and was older than him it was Monica Bellucci in Spectre Mm -hmm. and she's really cool and then her character uh, doesn't die which is a rare thing for one of those middle of the movie James Bond girls they usually just kind of murder them for no reason Mm because it's a deeply sexist series of films but Monica Bellucci gets out okay spoilers for Spectre she doesn't die Um, (coughs) Ryan's Ryan did die though Uh, yeah May he rest in peace. So overall, one of the greatest songs ever on Phineas and Ferb. Nothing to do with James Bond. Um, one might argue one of the greatest songs ever written. So, yeah, I, I would say it's up there. Surfing noise. <laughs> Except <laughs> the song <laughs> Danny's writing right now. Yeah, the song I've slowly been writing. <laughs> Go through the episode. Don't actually do this because it's It's, it's not true. It's a we're you, not Neil Cicero. You can't no. hear the song. Oh, but I wish we were. Oh my God, if I could be Neil Cicero. If only because he's so skinny and he's not as wrinkly as I am. He looks like he could be pretty wrinkly. No. No, man. You don't keep up with Neil the way I do. No. No, I don't. He's fresh as a daisy. Anywho. Anywho, um, I'm aging badly. So mad and after all. Um, shooby doo. I'm a little <laughs> high strong. It's not um, the same. So I would like to say that this is also where we establish that Doof has bought his doctorate degree um, and that he didn't earn it for fifteen dollars. Yeah. It doesn't say online, but uh, he did buy it. He we will later in the one episode that bothers to include Django besides the pretzel yeah. thing. Uh, in the one episode that bothers to include Django, we will see Doofenshmirtz's evil mentor, won't we? Yes. yes. That little he has to impress his professor. I must impress my professor. He does, and then later he has another mentor who's unrelated, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, but he he did some kind of school. I just don't think he is a real doctor. No, he bought it online, like he says in one of the songs. He does say. I mean, Bill Cosby was an honorary doctor, and so then when he was introduced, people mm. go, "Here's Doctor Cosby." So mm. I think you can just kind of. Nah. 
Um, anyway, we do hear the Gitchy Gitchy Goo waiting yeah, room music, yeah. and Duke's waiting room is so cute. I love what a Duke's great waiting bit. room! It looks like fifties retro. Perry's like going along with it. I love that Perry will go along with anything, and he's just like reading the Spanish magazines in the waiting room. Oh, that's a great little just side joke. Yeah. He's like, "Sorry, they're all in Spanish. I steal <gasps> them from my neighbor." Evil never sleeps. sleeps. I was so mad. So this is unrelated, but I feel the public should know. HBO Max, right? We're big fans of HBO Max in this household. Well, and um, We love corporate they had, overlords. We do. Um, and they had all the Scream movies on HBO Max, and I yeah. was watching them. And then they just took them off HBO Max in the middle of Halloween season like some freaks. Um, yeah, so weird. I was looking for somewhere to watch Scream 3. And the only place that Scream 3 was streaming for free was on Pluto TV. Oh, so no. I downloaded it's in Spanish. It's in Spanish. Ryan and I did the same it's thing. It's in Spanish. I was like, Ryan and I watched uh, the thing about... Uh, Halloween H2O, how the mask changes throughout the movie, the mm -hmm. Michael Myers mask. And the the writer and creator of Scream mentions something about like, oh, you know, the same thing happened when we were making Scream. If you watch the opening scene, the mask changes like three or four times. So we're like, oh, let's watch the opening scene of Scream to look for the mask changing. And we put it on and we had the volume off because we were talking while yeah. we were looking for it. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, I was like, hang on, hang on, what's happening? And... Brian goes, wow, that mom sounds really weird because she's just running around the house yelling like Drew Barrymore's character's name, mm -hmm. whatever. I can't remember. It's like, it's not Sydney because it's the main girl, but she is just like, uh, uh, Brooke, Brooke. And Ryan was like, her voice is funny. And then she runs to the husband and she goes like, you know, <laughs> donde esta? And then we were like, oh, oh, we've been watching Scream in Spanish. We rewound it. And there's it. no option to not have it in Spanish. Yeah. And it was like. Quick, what's the Spanish for do you like scary movies? Te uh, gusta. <coughs> te gusta películas. De horror. Oh. Yeah, we're not good at Spanish here. but I uh, used to be. It's gone now. But um, yeah, but like then I looked and even the description was written in Spanish. Is, is and why would they, they, there was no English option. And I was like, why? Why did this happen? Um, but that's what the magazines made me think of. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another great episode of Candace Party. I didn't write down any quotes from this episode. Really? Uh, yeah, it's a really good episode. There's just nothing that I thought yeah, was. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I like these. I like both of these episodes. But not going to lie. Bustin's not... re Bustin's really not gonna lie, Busted's really carrying this episode. It is. I don't know. I really like just. The I mean, no, it's a good episode, but and I love that Doctor Hirano's first appearance has nothing to do with Stacy. Yeah, but she is properly credited as as Doctor Hirano. So wow. that was a fun. I liked that. Um, what you call it? I hit the guitar uh, again with the paper. Na, 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 na. I know you distracted me from whatever I was gonna say. It was something. Oh, just the line I like. I was weak. Yeah, that was the cute when one. Ferb talking about being distracted. Oh, they do roughly the same animation of Doofenshmirtz's eyes when he says, um, do you think I'm crazy? And his eyes bulge. They do roughly the same animation of Ferb when he sees Vanessa for the first time. <laughs> his eyes bulge out. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I would really like, I don't know what job this is. Um, I have to ask Kenny Ortega, but underwater I weather. would really like to choreograph animated dance numbers right like that's got to be someone's yeah. job somebody choreographed that dance um and i think that'd be fun the newest one of the the season premiere of the new season of the simpsons had some uh live action choreography that yeah. they animated to and you can really tell because anytime they use that reference footage the simpsons don't move like they <laughs> usually do all of a sudden they move like uh someone is watching dance choreography and uh trying to copy <laughs> it and it's just like, oh, this lady, there's like a, a guest character who does like a big dance number. And it's like when the entirety of the dance number, she does not have the proportions of a Simpsons character mm. because somebody's trying to match like, well, you know, her arm goes here at roughly this time. And like they're trying to match the nah, dance. That's why like, animated yeah. choreography is different, you know, like because the dance that Candace and Vanessa do yeah. in real life would not look as good. I don't know. Have you seen the live I've action busted with busted. Dan Povenmire as Doof? But... It looks better in cartoon. Everything looks better in cartoon. Mm -hmm. Well, Danny once um, told me that you use cartoon. I beg to differ. Why? I think the way I'm drawn on the Candace Party logo <laughs> is a really bad representation <laughs> of me. I redrew it and it just never updated. I've shown you the updated I one. I know. I do. I, do I much still have qualms, but I appreciate the effort. I don't know why it never changed. That's a, something to ask Molly, who doesn't do any of this. I was going to say, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I can't find it. So maybe I'll just draw that logo again. if I. Have Multiple people have brought it up to me as well. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's crazy. I like to like, I like <laughs> to think that the public only knows that version of you though. That's well, what they yeah, all they only know. Like. If they only listen to this, if, then okay. yeah. Let me know if you, if you watch my TV show on 
like this idea. Pluto TV. Okay, well, I'm tired. <laughs> Let's be done. This uh, is the longest episode of the show. Candace party day. No, one of ours is really long. Um. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Oh. Hanukkah's coming up quick. Yeah. Oh no, big time Hanukkah. It's like right big, around the corner. It's right after Thanksgiving. No, yeah, better get your menorahs out and polished. It's October like 13th, right? Oh my now. gosh, yeah. I don't know how to tell you this, but Halloween's around the corner too. I'm going to Halloween Disney World tomorrow, everyone. I'm very excited. Well, <laughs> I wish you'd share. stop telling them yeah, where your really. location is, freak. I just told them I'm going to Disney World. Molly, there's only going to be about 10 million people there. <laughs> No, actually, how many people are in uh, Disney World? On it's a given definitely day? around ten million. Seventy thousand right. in 70, Magic Kingdom itself, right? Um, and but do you think the pandemic in a pandemic? That? No, because there is stored. I mean, I know you're vaccinated, and I know I'm you're going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask indoors and outdoors. Okay, well, I wish you wouldn't talk like that. But... Indoors and outdoors. Why do you talk like the squirrel from Hoodwink? I hit the guitar. I hit the guitar and punctuated my sentence. It was just too quiet. Hoodwinked the other day and it was phenomenal. Yeah, it's a really good. You liked it last time I watched Hoodwinked. I cried, but it was the day after we watched a Pixar movie, so it was pretty. It's a great movie. The animation's terrible. Oh, the animation's horrible, but like script wise, this can all be cut out. Actually, no, I want to. I want my love for Hoodwinked. Spread the gospel of Hoodwinked. No, yeah, no, but like if you really liked Hoodwinked as a kid, maybe like prepare yourself. Prepare yourself to see the visuals again, but the story is amazing. Maybe rub some Vaseline over your TV screen so everything blurry because honestly the movement isn't even the problem it is just the yeah. way they look just yeah. put on like the wrong pair of glasses yeah. and <laughs> hey do yourself a favor watch hoodwinked through a funhouse mirror that is so dirty and scratchy put, uh, look at through a kaleidoscope and hey, you know how to... you can only watch an eclipse through those special <laughs> yeah yeah do that with hoodwinked Okay. Um, I'm the queen of Mars. Hashtag Egot for Laura. Yeah, Egot um, for Laura. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Tweet us. Oh, write us. We have to do love our, us. Like, comment, subscribe. We have to do our fit. Oh, okay, well, that was a bit much. That's Molly. Like, Follow comment, us on TikTok. Subscribe. Thank you, Molly. No energy. Now we have to do our famous sign off catchphrases. Everybody okay. ready? Yes. Ryan, you, don't, you look like you don't remember. I'm just going to do the thing where I read your lips as we're going. No, you're going to say Candace party out. Peace. Oh, we do do that. On the count of three. Everybody ready? Three, two. No, you can't say on the count of three and then start with three. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm going to count down from three. Nobody says on the count of one. Well, normally they say I'm going on to the do a TV. Just follow me like I'm a conductor, okay? okay? God, I know how Mo a from the Three conductor? Stooges <laughs> Leader of idiots and yet myself not so bright. Okay, uh, ready? Take me yep. to the window. I wish to say goodbye. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Ready, everybody? Yep. Three, two. Candace party out. Please. We're See, we get it. My voice is cracked. Get together. I to the N to the T I M A T E. Get together. That's right. It's not a party.